Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we begin the second half of the book of Shmuel, or otherwise known as Shmuel Bet, or Samuel 2. Uh, this is an artificial division, uh, and traditionally this book is all one big book of Shmuel, but it is a very long book, and um, this is a reasonable uh, transition point. The, the uh, book one ended with the uh, tragic death of the first king of of the united israel that was king saul shaul hamelech had passed on and this picks up where we left off with uh, david who was now um <coughs> with his uh followers um in the city of tziklag which is a town which they had received from the philistines where david had had uh, sought refuge Siklug became the hometown, the home base of, of David and his men. <coughs> and um, David had just went on a successful raid against the Amaleki, the Amalekites, who had been uh, taking advantage of the situation, taking advantage of the war between Israel and the Philistines and raiding towns uh, and marauding uh, 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 through the towns and, and uh, burning down uh, cities and so on. And David had just successfully found this band of people and gotten rid of them. Then, and he's sitting in Siklug at this point, knowing that a large battle is about to take place or uh, taking place contemporaneously up in the north at Har and he does not yet know what the results of that battle are going to be. David himself was marching towards that battle, but then with the Philistines in an awkward situation, which we read about before, but the Philistines didn't uh, trust him, and they sent him back to Tziklag. So they're here. this is where we pick up the story. And Saul, Shaul, had just uh, committed suicide after being injured in battle, committed suicide rather than suffer through... Um, the uh, uh, being captured and, and presumably tortured and humiliated, etc. Um, after asking his his servant to um, to kill him, who refused to do so, <coughs> Saul uh, jumped on uh, who fell on his fell upon his sword on his own. We read of the mourning of the people of of um, of Ephraim who uh, who were mourning. Uh, King Saul, remembering the days when he was their savior and saved them from their enemies, uh, and and uh, all that was all this was occurring in the north. Now we turn focus a little bit down towards the south, closer to where modern day Gaza is, to Tziklag, where David is waiting. And it was after King Saul passed on, David shav and David had returned from his raid against the Amalekis. Uh, and David uh, was uh, had been now in Siklag after his return from Amalek about two days. Now remember, we we described several times who the Amaleki were, and it's very relevant in this in this uh, chapter that we're going to be reading today. And that is the understanding that Amaleki, the Amaleki, refers to a loose band of tribes that are ethnically uh, more or less related and are ethnic Amalekites, but these are, are um, basically bands of robbers and thieves 
that uh, ran through the wilderness and the uh, no man's land between the various civilizations of the time would raid people as they traveled, uh, would raise uh, you know, caravans and people as they traveled across the desert and picked off towns and cities when they were in their most vulnerable states. This was the reason why the Amalekites were so important in order to establish a kingdom. It was so important to get rid of them. Um, so the... Uh, uh, bear that in mind as we read today's chapter. And it was on the third day. So he's now he's back from war. <coughs> Two days, it's now day three. And a man is coming from the camp that was with Saul. So uh, a person that had been with the, the, um, with the troops, with the soldiers as they fought with the Philistines, which in the end that they were routed and the uh, and the soldiers scattered um, you know from the Philistines after being uh, devastated at war. So there was uh, a person coming with a Godov Kruim and his um, clothing was torn Vadamal or show there was uh, dirt on his face on his head. Presumably this is a sign of mourning, a sign of sadness or it could have been just dirty because he was just dirty coming from war and battle and exhausted and so on David and when he came to David by and he fell to the ground and bowed to David um, so uh, this 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 um, refugee or this uh, soldier running from battle comes to David falls before him by David and David says to him, Amy Zetavo, where are you coming from? Vayomra love, and he says, Mi Yisrael I have escaped from the camp of the Israelites, from the, uh, the camp meaning the army camp of the Israelites, I have escaped from there. Vayomra love, David, David said to him, What had happened there? Hagednali, please tell me. Tell me what happened in that battle. What happened? Vayomer. And he said, Asher that the people ran and retreated. Uh, 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 in, in haste from the battle of Agamemnon, and many, many people of the of Israel died by Amusu, and they and they were killed. Begam Shaol and Saul himself, Beno, and Jonathan his son Mesu, they also died in the battle. Notably, he only mentions here Yehonatan, Jonathan, and Saul. He doesn't mention the other two sons of Saul, um, presumably because they were. Um, he assumed they would be less important to David, knowing that David was a very close relationship with Yehonasan. <coughs> so David says to him, to this boy that's talking to him, now this boy is running from the battle. So there's a lot of confusion going on in battle. And uh, he says, How do you know Do you have first-hand knowledge of this? Is this a rumor? Maybe, maybe it was captured. Maybe, maybe you ran and something else happened. Like, how do you know that this is actually true? By Yomer Hanar Hamagidlo. So this boy, <coughs> this young man <coughs> who was telling him this news said to him, Nikro Nikresi Bihar Al Gilboa. I happen to be on the mountain of Gilboa. Um, this is, it's a little bit unusual. It starts sounding a little suspicious here. I happen to be there. Now, why would someone happen to be near the king? Um, well, maybe it's okay. I mean, it's possible. Maybe he just, like he said, happened to be there. But it start, starts to sound a little fuzzy. And behold, I saw that Saul was standing there leaning upon his spear. 
So it seems, in other words, he was injured and he was using his spear as a support to stand. And it was clear that the um, that the chariots and those that, and the riders were were approaching him closer and enclosing around him. So he was surrounded, and the enemy chariots and horsemen were getting closer and closer to Saul. And I happened to be there. Now, uh, a brave soldier <coughs> in this situation would. Um, would try to valiantly defend the king, right? Um, and, uh, uh, you know, even against the odds, you don't have a choice. Remember, this is the guy who ran away. So he already he's not exactly making himself look very good with this story. But then it, it, it gets a little weirder. So Saul turned around, you know, and he saw that I was there. So where's everybody else? Is there no other people around? Where's Saul's sons? Where's his assistant? So this story just sounds funny. Saul's just standing alone in this story, being surrounded by enemy horsemen. It just doesn't really jive. It doesn't, doesn't sound right. <coughs> and he called out to me. I said, I'm here. As if, you know, this, 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 uh, he's been referred to as a nar, as a young man, in order to demonstrate. He wasn't, uh, wasn't any sort of official. He wasn't any sort of officer. <coughs> Not very high up on the uh, pecking order. But the king calls out to him, Vayomerli, and he says to me, Mi ata, who are you, Vomar? love, I said to him, Amaleki Anochi, I am an Amaleki. Now this gets, that makes it even weirder. Like Saul's downfall, his weakness, and arguably Saul at this point when he sees pretty much his life flashing before his eyes, things are about to end for him. He knows that his weakness was the Amalekites. He knows the Amaleki are the enemy that, and it's because of his behavior and, and, and it's because he did not destroy the Amalekites as he was supposed to, and, he, and, and, um, and, and that was his weakness. This is why he's suffering here. For someone to stand at this time and admit that he told the king, I am an Amalekite, at this very point is, is I, don't, I don't know how to say it, and more than this is just like the absolute height of of um I, I'm not sure what the right term is like 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 taking the the knife and driving it into Saul's heart and then twisting it you know and saying I am an Amalekite so here I am at the time when you're about to go down um and you're you're about to be taken down by the enemy I am an Amalekite and he said to me stand over me and kill me and which, by the way, we know, of course, uh, we have no, uh, we know from before, we, we read that this is obviously not true. This is not what happened um, because we know that Kiachas, uh, uh, you know, because we know that Saul killed himself. We know exactly what happened. We know that Saul turned to his assistant, right, who was standing and fighting by his side and said, you kill me. And his assistant refused to do so, refused to kill the king. Um, but this Amaleki says that this is what happened. <coughs> that Saul says, stand over me and kill me ki achazani hashavots. Because, um, because pain and suffering has overcome me. Ki chalod nafshi bi. Because there's only a little bit of my soul left in me. In other words, I'm, 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 I'm dying. I, I was, and, and the pain and the, and the suffering is overtaking me. 
uh, just please just finish me off. And I stood over him and I killed him. Now, why would this Amaleki admit this? Why would he say this story to David? There's only one logical reason that, that just glares out here and that he's saying this because he thinks that because David is Saul's enemy that David will get some sort of satisfaction out of this and then promote this Amalekite uh, you know, you know, yay! You were the one that killed Saul. Uh, now you got rid of the, the the king, and now I can be king. That's the way he's thinking. So, and the guy is completely misreading David. If anyone who's been following with us uh, all along he, until now would know that the last thing David wanted was to take over the kingdom because Saul is. Um, as executed. The last thing David wanted was a coup. What David was working for this entire time was a peaceful transition of power, uh, a, a transition of power where Saul would not be de- demoted or degraded in any way, but rather, um, you know, hand over the kingdom to David in, 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 a, in an honorable, peaceful manner. This was the last thing David wanted, but this Amalekite, because of who he was and because of the kind of person he was, he just couldn't even imagine that uh, uh, any king would want it any other way. He'd be so happy. Yeah, I got rid of your enemy. So he made up this entire lie and this entire story simply to impress David. And we'll see soon that David wasn't very impressed. So um, I, I went ahead and I killed him. Why? Because I knew he's not going to live anyway after he, you know, um, uh, he had fallen in battle. You know, he was wounded. And I took the crown that was on his head. And I took the, um, like, a, like a bangle or a bracelet that he was wearing on his arm. And I've brought them to my master here. So here's your prize. Look, you see, you now have the king of Saul, uh, the, the crown of Saul and, the, uh, and his jewelry that he wore on his arm. So, so by bringing... The uh, item, these items of Saul's, the the crown, it did prove to to David and all those that were there that the at least one piece of this story is true, and that is is that Saul had been killed and was gone. So the um, so the the, the man continues to say, and I took the crown from his head. And I brought them to you. David took hold of his clothing, and he tore his clothing, as is customary to tear one's clothes upon hearing the news of the death of a great leader, you know, of a king or a or any great leader or relative, and so did all of the people that were with him. Um, of course, it wasn't just the news of Saul's death that was very significant. It was also the news of Jonathan's death, who was such a close friend of David, and the news of the terrible loss at battle and the death of so many so many people of, of Israel. And they um, uh, lamented, and they cried, and they fasted out of Erev until the evening, regarding Saul, and regarding his son Jonathan, and regarding the nation, the tragedy that had befallen to the nation of God, and the entire family of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. 
the um, story continues after the obviously the initial reaction of mourning and sadness over the tragedy that had occurred. The next thing David is going to do is go back to this messenger who gave him such a fishy story and and was trying to ingratiate himself with the king uh, with the with uh, who he assumed was going the person who he assumed was going to be the king soon and that's David about this made up story that he said David and so David now turned to the nar so after the morning etc that had happened David turned to this this young young man Hamagidlo the one who had brought him the news Amy Zeata and this is like a, a, an unusual uh, I mean, it's not unusual. It's a way of saying, like, where are you from? Like, where in the world do you come from? Like, what's your story? So, um, it's almost like saying, like, what's your intent here? What are you trying to accomplish? Vayomer, and he said, Ben Ish Ger Amaleki Anochi. I am the son of an Amalekite uh, Ger, an Amalekite uh, Ger. Now, Ger... I've always translated this um, in the rabbinic sense of the word, which ger typically means a convert, one who converted. Now, it doesn't mean a convert in the same sense that we think of a convert today, but the word ger has two connotations. It means, number one, someone who both is a stranger in the sense that he or she was not uh, not a born Israelite, not a member of the Israelite family, but on the other hand, they're also a ger. They live among and attaching themselves and joining to the people. So he says to, to, to David saying, I am originally an Amalekite, but my father and my family um, had decided to live among the people of Israel. But this person obviously has not uh, changed his ways and adopted new behavior patterns than the bad ones that he had learned among the Amalekites based on what he was trying to do here. So Vayomri loved David, and so David said to him, How is it possible that you didn't have the fear to go and send your hand to destroy and kill he who was anointed by God to be the king over the people? Like, you are obviously have no allegiance and no feeling for being a part of the of the of people of Israel if if under this situation you went ahead and struck down the king himself so remember Saul's own assistant refused to do so but this man claims that it was easy just I killed him so he wouldn't suffer and David called one of them and said, Vayomer, gosh, come here, pigabo, strike him down. He ordered his death and his execution, and he struck him down and killed him. Vayomer loved David, and David said to him as he lie there dying, you are responsible for your own death. Because you yourself incriminated yourself, Lamer, when you said, I killed he who was anointed by God to be the king. And this is um, David, you know, after, of course, the initial reaction of mourning, um, you know, this, this kind of a person didn't belong with the people of Israel and certainly didn't, as he was trying to ingratiate himself with David, who was the king, king apparent, um, this certainly not reward him 
for this terrible action that he claimed to have done, which he didn't even do. The whole thing was a lie in the first place. But regardless, he did not deserve to play a part in the new kingdom. And he retained his Amalekite ways rather than join the people of Israel and the, and the kind of kingdom and people that David w- would want to build his kingdom. This will end the first half of chapter 1. Uh, looking forward to finishing this chapter uh, together. In the next chapter, we will read of David's uh, lamentation over the loss of uh, Saul and Jonathan. And, um, and with that, with the next one, we'll complete this, this chapter. Thank you so much for studying together. Looking forward to studying the rest of the book of Samuel and together with you.